Good to have all of you out today. Thank you for coming. I always look forward to this time of fellowship. I do believe that this is, in fact, the backbone of any success that our church experiences in ministry. If it's not for the prayers of the saints, then we would not have any power with God. And uh, I know that prayer is the, the place where we get our help from the Lord. And so never, ever, ever underestimate the significance of the impact of your prayer ministry. Amen. So that's why I'm so thrilled that we have such a good turnout. And I pray this just continues to grow. Amen. Um, Today I'll briefly uh, draw your attention to the book of Numbers, chapter 33. And I'm going to read for you what I would call a seemingly random verse have you ever been reading in a chapter and it just seems like one verse seems kind of oddly placed and you're like what's that about you know like that that man that went down into a snowy pit and killed a lion and then it said nothing else about him and moved on i'm like wait can't you tell me a little bit more about him you know sometimes the bible has those little inserts and you're like Okay, I need to know more about that, but I'm not sure what, I, what, what there is to know, you know. And so this is one of those verses. I'm going to read the verse, and then I'm going to give you the context and my thoughts on it, okay? Numbers, um, Numbers chapter 33 uh, and verse number 40. Numbers chapter 33 and uh, verse 40. And we're still on our uh, subject of spiritual warfare. All right, verse 40 said, And King Arid the Canaanite, which dwelt in the south in the land of Canaan, heard of the coming of the children of Israel. So this king heard of the coming of the children of Israel. So why is that kind of seemingly out of place? Let me just read you my devotion verbatim, because I don't think I could articulate it any better than I've written it, if that's okay with you. So sandwiched right in the middle of the list of places Israel had pitched their tents is a reference that almost seems out of place because the passage gives no more light on the subject other than what seems to just be a bit of what we might call trivial information. Israel went here. Israel went there. King Arad heard they were on their way. Israel went here. Israel went there and so on, and so on, etc., etc. That's kind of the feel of the entire chapter if you want to take time to read it later, and you'll see it more clearly. Uh, But basically, it gives a whole list of places, and it just mentions this one king that heard of the coming of of Israel, and then it lists some more places that they're, they're going, and that kind of thing. So what felt like it should have been in parentheses or a footnote was prominently positioned right where the Holy Ghost wanted it. God wanted us to know that King Arad, a ruler in Canaan land, had gotten word that God's people were on their way. While Israel may have felt like they were making no progress at all, the enemy was getting nervous. The enemy seemed to be more aware of Israel's progress than they did. Sometimes it is difficult for us in the middle of our travels to our destination to detect how close we are getting 
And sometimes the enemy knows more of our progress than we do. You may feel like you're getting nowhere. But if you've been faithfully serving God, rest assured the current powers that be are nervous at the prospects of your arrival because they know that it is nothing short of a miracle for you to even be where you are today. So think of that. They know that if you make it to their borders, they stand no chance against you and your God working together. That said, you know you're getting close to your destiny when the kings, quote, take notice. For us, a king might represent whatever is standing in our way of getting to where it is that God is taking us. In the kingdom of God, this represents overcoming strongholds that have stood almost relentlessly to resist our progress in getting a foothold, establishing a strong presence in the earth, and influencing this world to turn to Christ. Whatever your enemy's name, whoever your king may be, just know that you're closer to victory and possession of the promised land than you realize. The enemy wants us to think that we're not making a difference. He wants us to think that we're too small and insignificant. He wants us to think that he has giants in his land that will defeat us upon arrival. However, just keep marching on. Because the closer you get to the promised land, the more nervous and ill-equipped your King Arid will be. Because you don't know it, but God is messing with your enemy's head to prepare him for defeat and you for victory. So march on and keep being faithful to the work of the Lord. Now, I wanted to give that to you because sometimes we do get frustrated and our perceptions are sometimes skewed by our conflicting circumstances. And churches uh, often go through, uh, spend lots of money and go through great effort to try to make an impact. And sometimes we do that and see very little fruit for our labor. We'll get to talking to you and making you think that it was a fruitless effort that we wasted our money. Don't ever write it off as a loss because God keeps count of all of the seeds that are sown and all of the things that he's doing and he waters his seeds. Amen. All you, you and I can do is be obedient, sow the seed, and let God give the increase. Amen. So I wanted to encourage you today that God is doing things and your enemy is taking notice. Your enemy, the devil, is taking notice and he's getting nervous because God is doing a new thing in the earth. God's word is going forth and reaching places from this place far beyond than perhaps it's ever reached before because of what God has put in place. And we, of course, say to God, be all the glory, great things he is doing, but never forget that your impact is much greater than what meets the, 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 uh, the natural eye. And so uh, many of you have experienced, uh, uh, as we have begun these studies and started praying together and seeking the Lord for direction for the church, many of you have experienced uh, trials of unusually epic proportions. Uh, and it's uh, no surprise the enemy's getting nervous and he wants to throw us off our game. But just stay focused. Stay praying. Stay faithful. 
and you will get the victory, and God will give us the victory. Amen. And so uh, don't 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 let it defeat your spirit. Don't let it defeat your attitude. Amen. You keep praying and believing God for great things, and you watch and see what God's going to do. Amen. Uh, so I hope that's a word of encouragement for you today out of the book of Numbers.